Hello, my little sugar cubes. Welcome to the Fitness Manifest Podcast. If you don't got a clue on what to do, let Teresa Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. Welcome to the Fitness Manifest Podcast. I'm Coach Teresa, your virtual personal trainer teaching you how your body works so that you can reach and maintain your ideal health and fitness. Today, I have my friend Lucia. She's a nutrition student, and she's here to help me teach you guys, you know, what happens when you are starting your health and fitness journey and you're trying to make healthy meals, but your family isn't quite aligned yet. They're not on the same page. They're not excited about changing their diets to include more fruits and vegetables. So welcome, Lucia. Hi, hi there. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to like talk about this with you, <laughs> kind of get your insights. We have very similar backgrounds, not only in our like education, but also culturally. We have, we're both Latinas and we both have kind of similar situations at home. I'm still curious though, like what differences we have and also kind of, you know, just sharing that advice that we, and experience that we've experienced that we've learned in school, but also in our own health and fitness journey to help clients and help listeners be able to change their life in a way that is sustainable. So we're going to start with a a scenario. So a client is motivated to eat healthier, but their family does nothing to do with fruits and vegetables, and they are very comfortable in the meals that they're used to. So based on your experience, have you had any struggle in your family where you want to eat healthier, but your family is not about it? You know, actually, I haven't really had like a struggle, as you'd say, um, with certain foods that don't align with my fitness goals, because sometimes I don't make the meals all the time, you know? There's my mom, there's my grandma, there's my aunt that make the food as well. So sometimes if I don't have time making the food, then I'll just eat what they're making pretty much. So if they make chicken, rice and veggies, then I'm all for it. You know, it's it's still it's still healthy. So I, I haven't really experienced that struggle. I mean, I'm all into the not having like a negative opinion about food. If you're still eating something throughout the day, then... You're, you're still feeding your body. I really like that mindset that you have about food. That like, there's no good, there's no bad food. It's just food. Food is neutral. There's, I, I like to add a little bit extra saying there's food that is more nutrient dense and there's food that is less nutrient dense. But I guess for when you are trying to change your physique, you do kind of have to pay attention a little bit more to the food choices that you're putting on your plate. But based on what you told me like it seems like overall your your family makes pretty like healthy choices it's not like they're just oh okay we 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 don't want to cook we're gonna order like family family style wings and like costco pizza and ice cream for dessert you know it happens sometimes that's that's what actually happens like oh they're cooking up some like barbecue ribs i'm like oh that's my favorite you know and they're like bring pizza and sometimes, like, I can say, like, no, I'm not feeling it today. You know, I've been, I want to eat a little healthier. You know, there you have some days that you just, like, are not craving that kind of food and you just want to eat, like, a salad like, with chicken or just, you know, something healthier. So when you're craving the foods, it tends to be, like, more on the, like, 
the side salads or like what is it that you normally tend to crave or would tend to lean towards when you're making your meals? You mean like healthy wise or just in general? I guess just in general. Mm, well, it's because our family, we do a lot of um, enchiladas, tostadas, like all that stuff. I mean, it's still kind of healthy because all of it involved um, the protein and like veggies and all that stuff. So, you know, it still pretty much falls into the healthy category after all. But I know we eat a lot of like, you know, a lot of rice and beans and bread and like tortillas and all that stuff. So, you know, it's it's called moderation as mm. well. Mm-hmm. You got to go into Balance. moderation. Yeah. And I think one really easy entry point for listeners that are trying to change their, their nutrition and their meals is take whatever you have and start introducing some fruits or some vegetables or minimizing a little bit of the the higher calorie dense foods so that way you're it's not such a big shift it's a small transition so you're still feeling like you're enjoying the food and you're not overhauling complete your diet because that gets really overwhelming and if you're not used to eating fruits and vegetables they can seem a little bland or a little flavorless so it's it's you have to figure out where the balance is between flavor and the amounts of like volume that you're having the fruits and the vegetables finding that balance that you're okay with you're like okay i can i can still eat this i can still enjoy it it tastes good that's right yeah uh, i honestly believe that because a lot of people see like their diet or their like fitness goal or plan as like oh i only could eat certain foods that are probably don't taste good. I'm only eating it because, oh, I need this, so I see skinny or, like, I don't gain weight or whatever your goal is, you know? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way. There are so many options of food that is, like, healthy, but it also tastes good. And it's, like, in the way that you season it as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, seasoning is very, very important. Otherwise there's there's no joy there's no fun you have to season your foods food is a big part of our life to be honest you know like throughout the day we're eating so you don't want to see that as like oh my god here we go again i'm gonna Mm, eat this food that i don't really want to but i have to eat it you know Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have that like negative thought of food and like if you're not quite sure like how to season your vegetables like there are so many recipes online There's so many recipes, whether it's, you know, you're trying to include a little bit more broccoli or cauliflower or whatever you want. I guarantee there's a recipe out there. So learning to, you know, what seasonings pair well with the vegetables that you're trying to eat or what seasonings pair well with the fruits or the proteins that you're trying to include. You can even like hide them. I really, I recently found a recipe for a green sauce. It's like a green pasta sauce. It is the best sauce I have had in a long time. And it's so simple. It's broccoli, spinach, steamed. It's blended with olive oil, Parmesan cheese, garlic, and salt. That's it. 
I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> that sounds really good. I mean, it may not sound good at the moment, but it's probably tastes good, you know? You got to try it. You can't, yeah. you can't judge it I until can't you judge, judge it, actually. It, I until can't you judge try it. it. But, like, for some people, it's like, oh, it has spinach, it has broccoli. You know, that's why it's good to, like, hide it. Mm, <laughs> yes, yes. You could do a lot of things that you can, like, a lot of ways that you can hide a little bit more nutrients, whether it's, like, put fruit in your pancakes or your oatmeal or if you wanted to do like a, a a dip with like cottage cheese so it has a little bit more protein if you're tired of always eating you know lean meats chicken and turkey you're like i need something different that's not protein powder cottage cheese is your secret <laughs> i love cottage cheese so <laughs> i mean this this is very helpful as well if you have like kids you know so if kids don't like certain veggies that's very helpful you can uh blend up a smoothie mm -hmm. and it just they have their nutrients and then it tastes really good you know mm -hmm. or right now it's summer popsicles fruit popsicles you gotta just try anything mm -hmm. <laughs> to make them eat healthy right speaking about kids it's so important to take into consideration their input their uh preferences because while you can try to hide your veggies or try to get them to eat veggies as much as you can if you allow them to pick, okay, what would you like to have? Here are your options. You can have uh, this fruit, you can have mango, you can have pineapple. Which one would you prefer? That gives them a little bit more independence, a little bit more autonomy into, okay, this is what I, I'm going to eat it because I chose it versus being told what to do because no one really likes to be told what to do. <laughs> no, I completely agree with that. I mean, if you give them at least... Not so many options, at least two or three options. That means you're involving them, you know. The decision making will boost their confidence. They will have control over their daily tasks and expressing their opinion. They will have the feeling of learning how to make choices, even if it's the simplest task, like choosing what to eat. There you go. Two birds, one stone. I like <laughs> it. And like even even if you have to add a little bit extra, quote unquote, unhealthy options like do it like a little bit of cheese is not gonna undo the healthiness of uh of your vegetables and like it comes back to that idea that you shouldn't demonize the food cheese is not yeah. a bad food if you were to put some chocolate onto strawberries it's not gonna undo exactly. the the healthiness chocolate isn't bad it's just food yeah it's like a little dessert you know so you can even ask um you can add like chocolate covered pretzels, like a little bit, you know, aside from you got to prepare the dish so it's appetizing to the eye, mm, you know, of the child. So if the, thing, yeah. if the presentation doesn't look that good, then maybe the kid wouldn't, wouldn't be interested in eating it. Even as adults, like I make know. your food look pretty. Yeah. It's all Even, about presentation. Yes. Yes. Lots of color, variety of textures. I mean, that's why it's so appealing, Um, like Chex Mix and like... Uh, trail mix is a variety our yeah. brains love variety so use that to encourage more vegetables and fruits and different flavors and textures have fun with it be creative that's very true also children learn by observing adults so if you're drinking soda eating chips and you expect your child to eat healthy <laughs> How do you expect them to do that when you're giving them the opposite example? It's it's like the whole um say do as I say not how I do. 
Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't work. That's not going to work. No. I mean, come on. Yeah. And especially because, well, depending on the age of the kid, when they're little, they want to do everything that they see you doing. So use that to the advantage, to your advantage. You know, show them you eating a variety of, of food and show them that, you know, you're using language that is neutral towards food, not like, oh, I shouldn't eat this. I, I feel bad. I feel gross about because I ate this. Most likely without really thinking about the consequences we say, but it all affects like the kids and it affects how you see the world, how you see your truth. So seeing, okay, when you, when you say phrases like that, catch yourself and say, well, actually, is this true? Or is this what I have been conditioned to react? Yeah, because if it's only negative thoughts, you're programming your 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 mind to like live that way, you, under, you know? So it's like, oh no, this is going to be bad for my body. Oh no, if you're always talking negative to yourself, then that's how it's going to be. But if you start programming your mind to positive, like, I feel good today. I'm going to go out and like, do a little bit of walking at least 30 minutes you know not even like you don't have to lift weights or like go running like at least go outside do a little bit of walking and you know you will feel better i think yeah because communication or just language itself it's so powerful it it really does shape your life and your perspective so even with um coming kind of coming back to how to get your family to eat a little bit healthier or how to transition or how to create an environment that supports healthy eating is communicating with your kids like broccoli is like I don't know like oh don't you see like the broccoli are like little trees don't you want to eat the little trees yeah they're good for you they're gonna make you strong they're gonna you know give you lots of vitamins and nutrients they're like what are vitamins what are nutrients they're like they're like little superpowers you gotta make them interesting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i guess in addition to just talking about how cool and how awesome vegetables and fruits and and nuts and seeds can be is keeping all of these kind of healthier options visible so when if you're scanning your fridge or you're scanning your pantry what do you see do you see brightly colored fruits and vegetables nuts and seeds um, or do you see packaged, you know, food, snacks? What does your kitchen look like? What does your pantry look right. like? I mean, this is why it's very important to implement all these healthy foods in like early childhood. Mm-hmm. That's why. So then when they grow up, they're like, what do you mean? This is normal. That's that's what I've been eating my whole life. So it's just like that little chip implanted in their brain already like oh I, I like I like these foods you know there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. for me that's how it's been since I was a child like you know I'm not picky at all I pretty much eat everything I like everything so like that's how I grew up my my family would always make like one meal and you know we have one meal, so eat it. Like, <laughs> no, I don't want to say it that, that way, but that's, like, that's the Latina it's coming not, out. It's not like that, but I mean, we have one meal, and you know, we're gonna sit down and have this meal. Like, that's that's our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I just like, okay, for sure, like, I'm gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. You know? it it's I never your normal. I never. It's normal. I've never really complained about like, oh, this and that. You know, which is re- like a stark contrast to my childhood. 
where we like we mainly ate out just because my mom was busy there wasn't really a whole lot of time to sit and eat um and it wasn't until later on in my life that my mom started it she started her health and fitness journey first and she always made it a a conscious effort to keep fruits and vegetables visible and that's how I kind of got into my own health and fitness too and it and like once I finally made the decision like yes I want to focus on on my weights and I want to focus on my health it was a very easy transition because I already had the yeah. environment that supported it so even if your kids are a little bit older it's not too late to start implementing a kitchen environment that supports health and fitness and nutrition everything starts at home uh eating healthy learning how to how to cook you're seeing your parents doing all this stuff for you so it's like everything starts at home and then when you go out in the world you already have that mentality of how to eat mm. yeah and if you make it a, a family event they have those cooking skills those meal preparation skills already in their in their pocket so you know involve your kids even if it's simple things like hey can you grab uh some eggs from the fridge just anything really just so they feel like they're helping mm -hmm. like they feel mm -hmm. involved even they're if invested. they make even if they make a mess it's yeah. okay like you shouldn't be <laughs> mad like you know because then they'll be scared to help and be like oh i'm doing something wrong like they shouldn't feel that way it's like they're everyone's learning like come on you make mistakes you learn from your mistakes like there's no there's nothing wrong with that yeah and just be patient it's not just as it's been a journey for you to slowly change your uh, your mindsets into finally saying, okay, I am ready to, to start my health and fitness journey. Like it's going to take time for your family to transition to. And so don't get discouraged if they resist. Don't, you know, get discouraged if, you know, it takes a while for the systems to finally, for you to figure out what systems work best for your family, whether it's doing a family meal or doing a family meal prep time or like cooking, you know, whatever system works is going to work for your family. It's going to take some trial and error. Tr experiment and treat it as an experiment. If it doesn't work, it doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that that plan, that system did not work for your family at this moment so there's something else you already learned okay this doesn't work so let me try something different and like think about okay why didn't this work how come um doing a family dinner didn't work for your family oh well because your schedules are different okay so then how can you use that new information to build plan b and that's how you finally figure it out you know what works for your family what's important is to mainly start yeah if you're starting then you got it right yeah because i feel like a lot of people get stuck in the oh i really need to figure it out i really need to establish what i want to do and then never actually take that leap to actually start i mean we all have different nutrition and fitness goals so it's different for everyone right mm -hmm. i want to share this quote i was reading the i was looking at this video the other day and it's from Denzel Washington, oh, right? Yeah. So he was, um, he was saying, dream big, but remember dreams without goals are just dreams. And ultimately, 
they feel disappointment. On the road to achieving your dreams, you must apply discipline. But most importantly, consistency, because without commitment, you'll never start. But without consistency, you'll never finish. Oh, I like that last part. Mic drop. That hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, it's so true. And it's it's so funny because it's such a fundamental lesson. But I feel like it takes folks a long time to accept it. They They think that once they make the decision of, okay, I'm going to work on my health and I'm going to improve my physique and whatever other goals you have. And you think it's going to be a linear journey. It's going to say, I started and I keep going and I keep improving until I hit my goal at the top of the mountain. It, everything's a process. Yeah. It's, it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> it really is. Up and down, up and down. Like, come on. When I started going to the gym, to be honest, it's like, okay, I'm at the gym, but what do I do? <laughs> you know? Well, I'm already here. I already started. Yeah. What do I do? So what I did, okay, you get a personal trainer. That's that's how you start, right? If you don't know what to do, there's a bunch of machines staring at you, staring you down. So what do you do? You start asking people like, hey, how do you use, how do you use this? <laughs> like how many sets? You get someone that will help you, you know, will support you through your journey. You start meeting friends and they start, they give you different opinions like maybe you should work out this way or that way. And then you can all, they can also give you some, some tips in, in your food. Like, okay, if I'm doing this, if my goal is to get buff or just toned or, or, or just lose weight in general, what should I be eating? Should I cut off like this type of food? Should I add more of this? So it's just everything comes together at the end. Yeah, just try. Try it. You know, there's so many different methods that people have reached their goals and they everyone has their own opinion of, you know, oh, this is wor- what this is what has worked for me. But you're a different person. So you need to experiment, try and that's really the only way that you will figure out what plan works for you. What are you ready, willing, and able to sustain? Because like Denzel Washington said, you got to be consistent. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, we're going back to um, eating healthy and having that positive look on food. I think you should eat foods that align with your gold most of the time. So that when you eat foods you enjoy or crave, you're doing it guilt-free. Yeah, yeah, because the effort that you put into anything, not just like, I'm not just talking about fitness goals, I'm talking about anything. If you wanted to become a better singer and you put in effort to practice, to do, um, I don't know, like, I'm sure there's like exercises that, that singers do, like, that's all effort that is bringing you one step closer to your goal in the same way every article that you read video that you watch book that you read conversations that you have with other folks uh in the gym like that all gives you little nuggets of information that you can then try and that effort that you're putting into learning about health and fitness learning about nutrition like eventually is gonna come to fruition in the form of you reaching your goal yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be so hard on yourself either. 
you know, as we said, everything's a process. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you know, it, it's also a good idea to think about obstacles when you're thinking about, I don't know, I feel like intermittent fasting is like really popular still. So like if you, your friend at the gym said, oh yeah, I intermittent fast and it's worked great for me. And you're like, mm, should I try it? You know, think about, okay, what can get in the way? If you were to try intermittent fasting, if you were to try to um, make your own meals at home, if you were to try, I don't know, making your own desserts at home instead of buying desserts, you know, what obstacles can come in the way? And when you answer that, you can plan to over avoid the obstacles rather than react to when those obstacles appear. So if you were planning to cook more at home, but then you're like, oh, but I don't actually know really how to cook, then okay, that's an obstacle. What can you do to plan uh, so that you don't, you actually achieve right. cooking I mean, at home? Like, like you said before, you can look up YouTube videos mm-hmm. on how to make certain foods, you know, that mm-hmm. that's a big help. Yeah, and decide, like, are you going to go shopping and cook on the same day? Are you going to get your groceries delivered? Like, all these little steps that are required for you to get, you know, cooking. You know, what in that step, what in that ladder of of steps can go wrong? And then come up with a solution for them. So, like, what? Well, like, let's say um, you're a busy, very busy person and you're like, I don't really know if I have the time to go grocery shopping. There's Instacart, you know, there's uh, pickups on there, like Walmart pickup. Yeah, so Ralph like pickup. easier alternatives mm-hmm. is what you're talking mm-hmm. about. What, yeah, well, how can you eliminate the obstacles, setbacks, whatever, what do you want to you want to call it? For example, another one, if you had like a party, like... We have a million and plus cousins and uncles and aunts. <laughs> There's parties all the time for us. So how can you plan? Uh, well, first, what obstacles can you identify that may come up in the party? So like maybe you have a tia, an aunt. Offering you food. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, she's the type of person that she's like, oh, like, mija, like, do you want food here? Have some more food. Oh, can I bring you anything? They're called food pushers, but I don't really like that phrase. <laughs> I'm just saying they they, they, they care for you. <laughs> yes. They, they show their me. love through food. Or like you are afraid that you're going to be tempted with all the, the drinks and the, the cake and all the the snacks, chips. I don't know what else to have parties. I know, but food. you have to keep that goal in your mind at all times. Right. So then if you have those obstacles, decide what is going to be your your plan are you gonna choose like one like maybe your priority is like i really want to have you know i would just i would just eat at home at first and then (laughs) then go to the party okay that works (laughs) that if that works for you perfect but you need to you know listeners need to figure out what works for them i mean everyone works differently so maybe for me it's like if i'm in this fitness journey this um nutrition journey right maybe i'll just eat at home and then i wouldn't have to worry about oh man i shouldn't eat this i shouldn't eat that or maybe if there's food options 
then try eating a little bit of everything see what i like mm, yeah my, my go-to is always i fill up half my plate with whatever fruit vegetable whatever i can find that is like a low calorie high volume food and the other half of my plate i fill it up with whatever i want if I wanted chips, I'll put chips. If I want some cake, I'll put cake. If I want some Yeah, there's your balance. Wings. It's it's called moderation. Mm-hmm. You can still satisfy your cravings, of course. You know, everything in moderation. And like how do you find that moderation? That's a that's a big question too. I mean, obviously you're not gonna eat a handful of like I'm gonna take ten chips, I don't care. <laughs> you know, ten bag of chips. So if you're craving at least a little bit, you know, just even if you just eat one bag of chip, you'll satisfy your cravings. Like, you don't need to go all out and be like, oh, my God, there's some brownies there. There's some ice cream over there, you know? Like, a little bit of everything won't, won't hurt you. Mm-hmm. It comes back to what you think is going to work for you. Your portion size of moderation probably doesn't look like mine, but that's fine. It all depends on, again, that trial and error. The portion that I am picking, am I happy with it? How am I feeling afterwards? Am I feeling guilty? Why are you feeling guilty? Where is that guilt coming from? Is it based on these ideas that you have? Oh, well, this food is bad. Why, yeah. well, why is it bad? That's why we go back to those negative thoughts. Like, Yeah, who, who told you that food was bad? Where is that coming from? Is it really true? Hey, those brownies have protein. Come on. Protein powder. They made it with eggs and all that stuff. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Unless they're vegan or something. It's a complex topic. Yeah, there's no easy, easy answer. There's no black and white. Here's what to do, which is the hard part. It's what makes it sustainable. Your freedom to choose, to decide. I recommend clients and listeners do it. Become aware of your emotional reaction to foods that awareness leads to okay why am i thinking this is this the truth that awareness of the thoughts leads to okay i am able to change this what can i what do i want to change it to if my if the narrative in my head says brownies are bad why because they have sugar okay so is there can I change the brownie? Can I make it less sugar? Am I like, is that the solution to like my dilemma? Is it understanding that the brownies itself is, there's nothing bad about it. Am I worried about the portion? Like, am I going to be okay with that? Okay. Like figure out your narrative. Why are you feeling that? What is making you anxious about that food? And then, okay, well, what is your solution to it? What is your reaction to that? Sometimes we don't, we're not going to be sitting there like, huh, let me analyze this food right here. You know? (laughs) Why not? I don't know. Uh, For me, if I'm at a party, I'm not going to sit down and be like, okay, this has this. I mean, I haven't really experienced that because, like I said, I don't have that negative relationship with food. You're in a different stage. Maybe I'm not right. Maybe, who knows? I feel good, you know? I'm not like, oh my god, this, like, why did I eat it? I feel okay. Everyone has a different um, opinion, like I said, in moderation. What you believe moderation to be, 
could be different from mine. If you're having those negative thoughts, then I would say take the time to analyze your thoughts. Because again, we're turning back to our family conversation. If you don't take the time to, you know, analyze and understand your reactions to foods, to the feelings when you eat the foods, that's going to translate into what you're teaching your kids. We have talked a lot and I feel like we listened, we gave listeners a lot of good um, pieces of advice. I want to kind of recap that case. That way people remember, okay, this is, these right. are the main points. <laughs> Just wrap everything up. Yeah. If you've tuned out, the main points that I want you guys to take away from this episode is that, you know, lead by example. If your family doesn't want to eat healthy, how can you make your meals healthier? Does that mean you have a, like a side salad or like a side of fruit or like a, a side of uh, something? Um, does it mean that, you know, you take a portion out, a portion of the meal out and then put in your veggies? Like you got to lead by example. You have to also, you know, find the common ground. What are you, what is the rest of your family okay eating? Maybe they don't like mangoes, but they, they, they're okay with pineapple. All right, eat pineapple. Um, get creative with dishes. If they really love brownies, is there a way to make a like more nutrient-dense version or like a healthier brownie? Like maybe instead of, maybe it's like half the sugar or something. Or maybe you add in some, I don't know, blueberries into the brownie. Get your family involved with the meal planning and the cooking aspect. That way they're feeling included. They feel part, you know, they're participating. They have a say on what is chosen. And like communicate. You're wanting support that you you have set some boundaries in place. Maybe it means those boundaries, maybe the, it's, you know, kind of hiding away the processed foods and displaying the more healthier options. And last things is be patient, be persistent. Listen to Denzel Washington. <laughs> And like, accept that progress is not going to be linear. It's going to have ups and downs and that's okay. As long as you keep putting in effort and you stay consistent, you are making, you're making progress. And last thing is kind of look ahead and see if there's any obstacles that are going to appear, whether it's from parties, whether it's from um, the systems that you have to create healthier meals what can get in the way of you, you know, at the end of the night checking off, I, you know, achieved what I wanted to and then figure out what is like a plan B or what is a solution you can do. All right. So those are the main points uh, for the manifest challenge. If you're new to the podcast, manifest challenge is an action step that I give listeners to practice the lessons in the episode. So for this episode, I want you to think about what you are ready, willing, and capable of changing in your meals. Does that mean the portion changes? Does that mean you're adding veggie or like adding something? Does it mean you're removing something from you, from your meals? You know, does it mean you're trying new recipes? Like what is a small change that you can make? that you are ready, willing, and capable of doing. And once you have decided that, 
ask yourself how confident do you feel that you could actually achieve it on a scale of one to ten one being there's no way you can do it ten being like absolutely there's like of course it's easy i can do it if you don't answer either a nine or a ten adjust your plan make it easy the easier you make your plan the more likely it is you are to actually do it and the more you succeed the more confident you feel the more excited you feel because like no one likes to fail <laughs> that doesn't feel nice so you know give yourself the best options for success all right let's take it let's take go into action <laughs> All right, thank you, Lucia, for joining me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> that was a very interesting topic and very nice conversation. I, yeah. I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All right, that is it for this episode of the Fitness Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Coach Teresa, and until next time, bye. Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. Boop,